to our Bliss Bringers podcast. The materials we cover encourage adults of all ages, nationalities, and sexualities to open up and embrace their wildest desires and blissful pleasures. You won't find medical advice here, just our personal experiences following the journey of sexual evolution and education in sizzling fun topics that were definitely not taught to us in school, but have wickedly blossomed into reality. We discuss adventures in ethical non-monogamy, kinks and fetishes, exotic places to visit, sexy events, workshops, and tips. Allow us to seduce you into embarking on new adventures where each day you ask yourself, what's your pleasure? Yay! It's time time for a bedcast! We're waiting for Mistress Sin to get here. We're sneakily bedcasting all by ourselves. It's the puppy show! (laughs) It's the puppy show! (laughs) We are back from New Orleans and we got a shitload of recordings. And we've been editing and editing and editing some more. Well, so we, we, poor Mr. Puppy stayed home. Yes. Oh, I missed out on all the New Orleans fun. I need to hear all about it. I need to know what happened. So you can go to blissbringers.com slash podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Even I have to download it to hear about it. Yes. No, there, we had a lot of fun. There was, uh, there was this cute couple. Every time we saw them, they would... Asked for a spanking. It didn't matter if we were in the hallway, in the ballroom, wherever. And she had like this Texas accent. She'd say, spank me, spank me. <laughs> <laughs> she'd bend over and then her husband would bend over. So I'd spank her husband and he'd spank her. It was, they were really cute. So they were just twisting your arms. You just, yes. you know, uh, you were, yes. it was horrible. You were doing the Lord's work. And then there was the cute guy that I spanked down in the dungeon for his birthday. Yeah, tell and, us about and, that. And I was to zapping him and like he liked pain and the zapper batteries went dead on me <laughs> oh my goodness i was giving her the toys like he wants it harder i know <laughs> this toy, not that. <laughs> he's a slapper on him he really liked the slapper he was very appreciative for all of the pain that i gave him really <laughs> should try being married to you <laughs> <laughs> wow Oh, wait, and the, we can't forget the tantric class. <laughs> oh, yes. What happened at the tantric class? I heard you guys took a tantric class, so Reverend. They, they divided us up into groups of four, and you were supposed to tell the people that you're in the group with what you're okay to remove as far as your clothing no, goes. So you had to stand in, yes. in the middle, so they, they picked people in a random order. How many couples were there in the, we, in the group? It was, it was you know, us as a couple, and then another couple in our group. So you stand in the middle of three people and you say what clothes you're okay with taking off and what you're okay with as far as touching. And of course, John is like, I can take off everything and I don't no, care. No, I, 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 I just told him I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You can do whatever to me. So this chick was looking at him like he was a piece of candy and she was rubbing all over <laughs> well, him. Well, you know, it's always the guy with the great pecs and the six-pack abs. He's the first guy to just take the shirt off or whatever. So, <laughs> hey, how many clothes do you want to take off? And when you're swinging the heavy lumber, you're like, oh, I'll take everything off. Let me just whip this out right here. So, like, this, I didn't do this chick is, like, rubbing all over him. She's making it, like, a like very sexual energy. And, and I, like, look down. He's wearing, you know, tight underwear. And I'm like, I see he's aroused. And I whisper in his ear, are you sure you want to still take the underwear off? And he's like, why not? So, I reach down and... <laughs> He's hard, and there it comes, the gigantic <laughs> The Belgian <laughs> war hammer. And it, like, popped out like it needed a red carpet to roll out with it. <laughs> and I hear this guy go, oh, my God, look at the size of that guy's cock. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like the middle of this tantric class, and I am trying not to crack up. Needless to say, he ended up putting his underwear back on because he said he didn't want to poke any eyes out. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't hear that remark. I don't know how you couldn't hear it. It was like that girl. Were you blocking out all the boys that were looking at your cock? You didn't want to hear the feedback? You would think it would be a woman to say it, but no, it was some shocked man somewhere in the room (laughs) in the distance. And I'm trying not to crack up. And I was like, there we go. And then later, it got brought up again when we saw people outside the class. His cock is famous. We were, we're going to need to come up with a yeah, name. Has been, it needs my its cock own is podcast. Have its own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we met. We met other podcasters. Well, I met. He'd already met them before. Mister Tango, super sweet. Hi, Mister Tango. Oh, you <laughs> met the Tangos. Yes, I did. That's awesome. They were really sweet. Everybody was really nice. So who all did you meet? You met the Tangos. Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Mr. and Mrs. Jones. That's cool. And Diaries. The Unicorn Report. Yeah. Oh, right on. Holly and Michael. Oh, the Average Swingers. Yes. Average Swingers. Everybody was really nice. We had a a lot of fun. It was several days of being sexy people and eating really good food. Gumbo, beignets, fried alligator. How about how about some hurricanes? Did you guys at least get a hurricane? We, we got one. We, we get a hurricane. It tasted and... like lipstick that one we got. I was not too into it. We got a grenade. We yeah. got a skinny grenade. Yes. It was the last day we were there, so we just had no more calorie room. So we did the skinny <laughs> grenade. <laughs> Made room for the last uh, pig out on beignets. Well, you got to keep you know you got to keep the calorie intake right when you're swinging floggers and paddles and stuff for hours at a time. Mm-hmm. You guys you guys did some work in the in the dungeon. Yes, we did. Not as much as as last time I was there. The dungeons were split up, and it didn't really work out that well for doing like special demos because we were set in the second dungeons, and most people didn't even realize there was one. That there was a second dungeon. And they had some odd like thrash music playing in there, which for me, you know, doing kink and thrash music is not those two things. Don't set my mood for what I'm doing. Mr. Bill was with us, mm-hmm. and he did some floggings on some chicks in there, and uh, I enjoyed watching him do some work. And the team from Tangerine's Dream, they sent a representation. Not Brian and Tang, but some of their group was there promoting the swinger train. Have you ever done the swinger train? Negative. No, I've never done it either. I should... Sounds like a lot of fun. Yep, it is a lot of fun. That's from all that I've heard. That's it for New Orleans, I think. That's it for New Orleans. It's a fast trip. You guys were gone how many days? Uh, I think five days. Four or five, yeah. Whisked away on another adventure with the Reverend. Yep, I'm one lucky girl. So how is it traveling with a puppy? Once they're housebroken, it's sort of okay. Yeah, didn't have to roll up a newspaper or anything? No, not this time. Yeah, and don't forget to go on iTunes and do a review on our podcast it really helps us out we would appreciate it blissbringer.com slash itunes and for every review mrs puppy gets an infraction removed i have lots of infractions people so please help me out (laughs) and why is that important because sometimes i forget the rules conveniently or inconveniently i I will decide if it was inconvenient or convenient later tonight (laughs) (laughs) Might work a few of those infractions off later. Yes. Maybe. Are you planning on opening up your relationship? 
The University of Utah Relationship Decisions Lab is looking for participants in monogamous relationships who are currently considering opening up their relationship to take a survey. We are looking for individuals who have never opened up and individuals who have opened up in the past but are currently with one partner and are planning on opening up again. This study will examine how people choose to open their relationships and what their experiences of this relationship transition look like. If you, or anyone you know, fits our qualifications, we invite you to take our survey. You can find our survey at www.relationshipdecisions.org. Once there, click on the Participants tab and then on the Open Relationship Project link. Not only will you be furthering science, but you will be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Again, the link is www.relationshipdecisions.org. Click on the Participants tab and the Open Relationship Project link. This segment of Blissbringers is brought to you by the Sampler Platter. If you haven't experienced the Sampler Platter, come see us at a party. Ask for it by name. You'll have your mind blown. This is Mr. Puppy, and we're doing a segment that I'm going to call Puppy Bites. Now, Puppy Bites are going to be... Sometimes Mr. Puppy, sometimes Mrs. Puppy, sometimes Mr. and Mrs. Puppy together, sharing our thoughts and ideas and philosophies about the lifestyle or answering your questions. Reverend John, are you there? I'm always here, man, lurking in the background. Why don't you go ahead and let the people know how to send their questions in so that Mr. and Mrs. Puppy can answer them. Well, if anybody wants to ask a puppy a question, then they should just email puppies at blissbringers.com. Thank you, Reverend. Okay, on today's episode, we're going to talk about profiles and how to reach out to a profile. Now, Mr. Puppy's been asked on several occasions to write profiles for people, both in the vanilla world as well as the swinger kinky world. Um, I've helped people with their Match.com. I've helped people with their OkCupid profiles. I've taught some vanilla friends how to reach out to a lady's profile that they find interesting and, and how to respond when a lady reaches out to them. My little chew toy, she has me monitoring her SLS account. I answer all of her messages. I screen all of her potential play partners. And I handle all the rejections. She gets a lot of really bad messages, and she's been insisting for quite some time that I do a little tutorial how to try to help folks that are actually potential matches, they're potential play partners, yet they shoot themselves in the foot for for no really good reason. So I thought I would put together some of my thoughts on, on profiles. So first off, if you see a profile that you are interested in, I think we all approach it the same way. I mean, these are they're sexy dating sites. These are open, swinger, kinky, polyamorous websites that we're talking about. So folks are, they're open and they're going to post sexy pictures. And let's face it, when you're, when you're scrolling through and looking at profiles, that, that little thumbnail picture, that, that gets your attention. And I don't, I don't fault anyone for that. It works the same with me. I see a, a picture that, that interests me, maybe a little one sentence tagline, and it makes me want to check out their profile. So I click on it and I will go through the pictures. I'll, I'll look at them if the pictures interest me, if I think the the pictures may interest Mrs. Puppy. But then I stop and I read the profile. Now, this is a very key thing to do, people. You have to read the profiles. 
And in these profiles, especially single lady profiles, they spend some time and some effort writing in there, describing themselves, describing what they want, what they're looking for. They, they tend to take it fairly seriously. And I think they do because there's a certain vulnerability when a lady puts up a profile as a single, right? I mean, they're, they're looking to meet somebody who's likely going to be in a position of power over them, um, physically stronger. Um, you know, there's, there, there's some aspects of this that are a little bit unsafe. So they want to put some information out there about who they are, what they are, what they're looking for, and they're going to be choosy about who they pick. So when you see that profile that you like and you see that picture that turns you on and you see this and you think, I want to meet this woman, the first step you have to do is look at your own profile profile. Now, here's a pro tip on profiles. Take some time and fill them out. And when you write your profile, write it in a word processing program. Don't write it on the website. Write it write it in Microsoft Word or something, something that has a spell and grammar check. Now, I realize that this is a little bit grammar Nazi-ish, but when you think about it, if you read a profile and it's sloppy, it's run on sentences and misspelled words and sentence fragments and stuff. As a lady, you're going to think, well, I'm going to trust my body to this person. I want this person to have some attention to detail. I want them to be intelligent. I want them thinking about what I told them my rules and boundaries were. I want them to pay attention to my reactions, my words, my nonverbal cues, like that attention to detail. Like when you see the profile and, and it's a wreck grammatically, that's not good. That's, that's a bad first impression. And I mean, you're lucky if the lady sees your message that you send her and chooses to look at your profile, right? I mean, that's, you, you're, you're making forward progress at this point. So you make sure that if she clicks on your profile, there's something really there. Now, what you should write in your profile, and seriously, take this very seriously, people know that you have a cock. You don't have to go into elaborate detail of size and length and girth and how long it stays hard. You don't have to go into detail about how many hours a night you love eating pussy. Like, I mean, people are going to assume that you like sex. They're going to assume you have a cock and that your cock actually works. They're going to assume all of that. If, if they, if it ever gets to the point where a lady starts thinking about playing with you, she'll start asking you questions about what your style is. And, you know, she'll ask you for the dick pic if she's interested in what's going on down there. Like all of that stuff, like leave it for the people who inquire about it. What you really need to do is say, this is who I am. This is my age. This is my height. This is my weight. This is my body style. These are the things I'm into. Not necessarily in the bedroom. If you do, just sort of hint at it. Not a huge, a lot of detail. Just sort of who you are as a person and then what you're looking for. I'm looking for absolutely no strings attached. We see each other once a month, once every three months as a booty call. You know, like what is it that you're looking for? I'm looking for an ongoing relationship where we may see each other a few times a month, a few times a week. I'm looking for you know, whatever it is you're looking for, be honest and open and communicate it without being crass or crude or, or overly detailed in the sex portion of it. So really tell them what you're looking for and who you are. Now, when it comes to 
clicking on their profile and starting to think about making that initial message to them, really read what they have written there because they will describe themselves. They will describe exactly what they're looking for or at least in general terms, pretty close to what they're looking for. Pay attention to that and ask yourself, do I fit that preference? Do I fit that criteria? If you're not a fit, let their profile filter you out. Don't bother contacting them if you're not a fit. But if you do think you are a fit, read, analyze, figure out why you think you're a fit, and then craft your message to them. And your message should be something fairly simple. I like, and then say some things you liked about the profile. You're into hiking. You do this. You're looking for that, which seems to be the same thing I'm looking for. Like the reasons why you think you might be a match. And if you're going to talk about their pictures, just say, I find you very attractive. Encourage you to look at my profile and see if you feel the same. And then make them an offer to meet. If they say specifically how they want to meet, make them an offer to meet in the way they like to meet people, in the way that makes them feel safe and comfortable. Offer them that. Don't offer them meets that they say they don't want. If they don't say how they like to meet, how they prefer to meet, coffee's always great because a Starbucks date is perfect. Go sort of late afternoon. If the lady doesn't like you or you don't like the lady, you're sort of in and out in 10 or 15 minutes. You spent $4 on a coffee and you're gone. If you guys are hitting it off, you get to sit there and talk a little more. Coffee can become, hey, do you want to go get a bite to eat? I mean, you can always extend that date if the chemistry is great and things are going well. This is the same in vanilla dating. Don't be in a rush to try to get to playtime. Let them get a feel for you. I mean, you got to remember, for a gentleman, we're not taking that much of a risk, right? I mean, the lady could be psychotic and pull out a knife or a gun and go goofy on you in the bedroom. I'm sure that's possible. Highly, highly unlikely. But for a lady to go somewhere private with a man who can at any time decide no doesn't necessarily mean no, I mean, it's a huge vulnerability. Let her get to know you a little bit. Let her get comfortable with you and with your energy and with your presence and who you are as a person. So don't be in a hurry to try to ask her if she wants to play. Now, if you're really getting that vibe from a lady that she does want to play, don't hesitate to let her know that you're open to it, right? Which is different than directly asking her to play. If you let her know you're open to it and then let her come to you, and say, you know what, I'm open to it too. Okay, now you guys can start making plans. And it's a very non-threatening way to do it. In conclusion, before you start reaching out to women and saying, hi, wanna fuck? Or, hey, I got a giant cock. Or, I would love to eat your pussy for hours. Or any of the thousand horrific opening messages I've screened for my little chew toy, write a decent profile. Write a complete profile. Reach out respectfully and in a way that lets her know you read it, lets her know that you find her attractive, lets her know you think that it's a match and why. Invite her to look at your profile. It does not mean you're going to get a guaranteed reply. It doesn't mean it's going to be a connection if she does reply. But your batting average will go way, way up. And even if it's not a connection with that woman, when another friend of hers says, hey, I have this message from such and such profile. Do you know this person? 
And trust me, that happens. I get a dozen text messages or kicks a week with people asking me, do you know these people? I get these all the time. It's a small community. So that does happen. So even if it's not a connection with a lady you reached out to, when her friend or another couple or somebody asks her, she can say, oh yeah, I talked to that person before. He seemed really nice. We didn't end up making a play connection, but you know what? Um, yeah, he was respectful. He was great. These are the kinds of reputations you need to be invested in creating for yourself, especially as a single male in the swinger scene. It's tough for single males out there. They're undervalued, right? And they're undervalued for a few reasons. Um, one, I think husbands are less inclined to invite a single male in to play with their wife. Much less, more, much more less inclined than, say, another couple or a single female. There's a lot less, at least openly, by male husbands out there that want an extra man for their own curiosity or sexual preference versus how many bi or bi-curious wives are out there that are totally open to inviting a female in. So it's tough for single males. And then you have a lot of single males that just don't get how to approach a woman. They don't get how to approach a couple. They don't get how to be respectful. So utilize some of these strategies that I've talked about and start building your reputation as a good person to be around, right? You don't need to build your reputation of having a 10-inch cock. You don't need to build your reputation of how great you eat pussy. Once you start having play sessions with people and they're good play sessions, that stuff is going to get around anyways. If you have this great sexual technique and prowess, that stuff will get around the community. So you don't really have to brag on that. What you want is you want the reputation that when you walk into a party, when you walk into an event, when you get into something going on with the community, people are happy that you're there. They're happy to see you. They, they enjoy your company and your energy. If you can get there, then you're going to start having great playtimes with people. Your opportunities are just going to blossom. But it all starts with that profile. So get that profile tight. Get those opening messages to new couples or single females. Get it tight. Make it respectful. And, and really, really avoid being rude or crass. And I think, you're, uh, I, I think your batting average will go up. So, anyways, this has been the first episode of Puppy Bites. Um, I want to say I reserve the right to um, talk as much shit as I want and be as big of a hypocrite as I want. And feel free to call me out if I say things or express an opinion that you feel is wrong. Um, because you know what? I've put my foot in my mouth before and I'm not, I'm not too egotistic to learn something new or decide that, I misspoke or misstepped or expand my knowledge based on other people's experience and, and change my mind on things. Uh, so there's going to be times I'm going to come back on a future Puppy Bites and say, you know what? I said all this stuff at the time I believed it, and now I believe I was wrong. So feel free to send in your comments. Feel free to send in your questions. Feel free to send in your feedback. And we'll see you again on a future episode of Puppy Bites. What's your pleasure? All names mentioned in this show are either fictional, taken from public record, or held by people who have given their explicit consent to be mentioned.